Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 2. Greetings, conversationalists. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across America. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, glad to have you. We're going to try to treat today as like an open line Friday because I will be delving into college tour day tomorrow with my child and they've told me I'm not going to be able to screen phone call or have call. I'll have a screener, but I won't be able to see your calls tomorrow. Uh, so you can call in today. Now, we do have other things to talk about. And I want to delve into, well, the issue. I, I got to confess, I'm a little bit tired of talking about the issue. But it never seems to go away. And it is an issue that drives everybody a little bit nuts. And it is the issue of, well, boys and girls' bathrooms and the like, and, and the transgender issue. And it, I really want to approach it from a different way. Uh, I, I want to just focus on the media bubble of this. So there's a Fox News poll out. Shows, um, here's the question. How much of a problem is each of the following? A major problem, minor problem, or not a problem? And the first one is families with transgender children being targets of political attacks. 57% say it's a major problem. 26% say a minor problem. 15% say not a problem at all. And so you have a progressive activist online in the media Say new Fox News poll shows that a huge majority of people view families with transgender children being targets of political attacks a major problem. That's a Fox News poll. Anti-trans politics are not popular. That's her conclusion. Except that's not really true. That's not really true. You ask, should puberty-blocking drugs be given to 10-year-olds? Majority of Americans say no. You ask, should men who identify as women be allowed to play in women's sports? A majority of Americans say no. In fact, majorities oppose trans athletes being allowed in sports that don't comport to their biological gender. Majorities of Americans, regardless of political party, by the way, even a slim majority of Democrats, 52%. Say that children should not be taught trans issues in school. 78% of Americans oppose discussing gender identity in grades kindergarten through third grade. Even among those who support teaching it, they're divided on when it's appropriate, with 70% say no earlier than sixth grade. 60% of Americans say gender is determined biologically at birth. 27% support requiring medical coverage of transition treatment. Only 27%. Basically, a quarter of Americans is it. Only a third of Americans say it's important to respect a chosen pronoun. Only 38% say government documents should have more than two genders. Less than half say it's important to respect a transgender person's chosen name. Only 26% say 
say acceptance wasn't happening fast enough. 43% of Americans say we're moving too fast on this issue. Only 29% of adults, not registered voters, but of adult Americans, only 29% support even allowing parents to provide children with puberty blockers. Among people who know a transgender person, a majority still oppose allowing trans athletes to compete in non-biologically aligned sports. So when you say anti-trans politics are not popular, actually uh, the policies of common sense are deeply popular in this country. Kansas Republicans have just overridden a Democratic governor's veto there. Republican legislators in Kansas on Thursday enacted a bill to prevent transgender people from using the restrooms associated with their gender identities, overriding a veto of the measure by uh, Governor Kelly. The override uh, happened. It was a vote of 84 to 40 in the Kansas House and 28 to 12 in the Kansas Senate. Eight other states have enacted laws preventing transgender people from using restrooms associated with their gender identities. Most of them apply to schools compared to Kansas law that also applies it to locker rooms, prison, domestic violence shelters, and rape crisis centers. You know, there was a story the other day of a guy who identifies as a female who went into girls' bathrooms and was exposing himself to the girls. Identified as a woman, dressed as a woman had not removed any of the male parts and exposed himself to girls in the girls' bathrooms. Now, this gets back to something I said last week about biblical donkeys. Notice the polling shows majority of Americans do not think that anyone should target people with transgender kids. It's not about the policies. It's about being a jerk to those people. Overwhelmingly, Americans support common sense in this. Overwhelmingly, Americans don't think that you should be a a raging biblical donkey to people struggling mentally with their sexuality and gender. But concurrently, overwhelmingly, Americans think that it's all a bunch of hooey. And so these people, while struggling mentally, uh, should not be given permission to disrupt the rest of our lives. Their children and they themselves should not be allowed to be on uh, sports teams where they would have a competitive advantage. I told you about what my, my kid's PE teacher is doing. As a female PE teacher in eighth grade, the PE teacher has started having the boys play the girls in sports. Subtle indoctrination that uh, boys actually, their physical size and prowess matters. Even in eighth grade, uh, they had a baseball game the other day. It was 30 to 3. 30 to 3. A baseball game. 30 to 3. The soccer game didn't go so well either. You know how how little low soccer scores are. The boys were in double digits before the the girls threw in the towel. No scores by the girls. Even in eighth grade. And then you get up further and further, it matters more. 
And, you know, that there's what you're finding more and more is that the, the doctors, the doctors who say that it's a real thing and, and we should accommodate it and all, they're, they're like PhDs in gender studies. They're not actually biologists. And they, they want to squabble and argue over things like uh, what is intersex and stuff like that. I mean, gender actually is a binary because sex is a binary and gender is just a synonym for sex. And in all of the animal and uh, planetary – or planetary <laughs> – plant worlds – Flora and fauna, there is half of a species produces the sperm, the other half produces the egg. That's it. That's it. That determines male and female. That's it. And you gotta you gotta load it up with a bunch of mythology and, and whatnot to try to confuse people on it. And most people are not confused by it because of their lived experience. What's more, you won't hear about this very much, but scientists, there's a new study out. Scientists followed 139 gender dysphoric boys, that is, boys who were confused about whether they were boys or girls. From 1989 to 2002, 88% of boys outgrew their gender dysphoria by the age of 20 when left alone. I bring up the subject, what I am tired of talking about, to make a larger point. The American political press is so hijacked by the left, you don't really get the other side of these stories, do you? Have you heard about the research of the 139 gender dysphoric boys who were tracked for more than a decade? 88% of them outgrew it by the age of 20. Have you heard about that on CNN or MSNBC or read about it in the New York Times? I bet you haven't. Have you seen the reporting of the Pew poll? The Pew poll, that's the, the Pew poll is one of the most reputable pollsters in the world. Pew Research polls all over the world. They're world-renowned pollsters. And the data I gave you is from the Pew researchers. A majority of Americans think pronoun games are nonsense. A majority of Americans, including a majority of Americans who know someone who is transgender, think that they should not be in a sport that's different from their biological sex. A majority of Americans, overwhelming majority of Americans, do not believe parents should even be allowed to give puberty blockers or hormones for sex changes to their children. I mean, a like 70% of Americans do not think that parents should be allowed to do this period. Not not legally that they just flat out shouldn't be allowed to do it at all. You, you don't get that in the media, do you? You don't hear that view reflected in the media. That's the view of 70% of Americans. It is not reflected in the mainstream media because the mainstream media is aligned so often with the activist side. The mainstream media has gotten so intersectional that the greatest, most moral voice in the country is the transgender activist. It's like the New York Times trying to explain why the Bud Light situation was so polarizing. It was all about the right wing needing to find an issue. They never mentioned the head of marketing belittling the people who drink Bud Light to begin with. They never mentioned that they decided to honor the transgender activist the week same week, another transgender activist murdered six people in Nashville. They never mentioned that. The media is trying to shape your consciousness. The media is trying to steal your values. 
And so you will not hear about Lee Fink. Lee Fink is 41. He is a transgender woman who is in the Minnesota House of Representatives who has submitted legislation to classify pedophiles as a protected class of citizen. That's right. Lee Fink is an elected representative to Minnesota's House District 66A and is the chief author of House Bill 1655. It seeks to establish gender identity as a protected category and aims to remove Rights Act sections of existing legislation that allow for discrimination based on sexual orientation, including pedophilia. Wanting to allow minor attracted persons... Wanting to allow minor attracted persons legal protections as a protected class. You haven't heard that in the mainstream media, have you? You haven't heard that on CNN. CNN has been obsessed about the transgender legislator in Montana who was barred from attending the rest of the legislative session and refused to actually cover. The reason was because uh, this guy accused Republicans of having blood on their hands and causing mass murder. He accused them of doing that by passing a uh, bill that prohibits uh, sex change operations in minors. They haven't covered, have they, at all? They haven't wanted to cover this transgender legislator in Minnesota that wants to make pedophilia a protected class of citizen. Have they? They haven't. Guess what? The bill just died. The bill just died. The Democratic leadership facing outrage by people in Minnesota just yanked it in the last 20 minutes. It would have added to the Minnesota Human Rights Bill, redefining gender and striking a provision that excluded attraction to minors as a sexual orientation, essentially making pedophiles a protected class of citizen. They just killed the bill over public outrage, but it was public outrage you never heard in the press because the press has picked a side on the issue and refuses to give you all of the data. Greetings, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I, so, I, oh. There's been another tampon commercial that features trans men. That is women who identify as men. All of them look just odd. Let me just, there's not a normal looking person of the bunch. Let me just put it to you that way. And all of them are wearing um, what appear to be white, tidy whitey underwear with blood. And the caption is men get periods too. Women of America, this is on y'all, you do realize. I, I can't I can't do anything about this. This this is on y'all. If you're the ones who fought so hard for equality, you now want to hand your movement over to men. I mean, okay. We'll gladly run with it. I mean, it's what we do. We'll we'll mansplain our way through the feminist movement all you want. I just can't do anything about it. This is on y'all. 
This is this is your this is your feminist movement. This is your equal rights. Men and women are equal. Well, men can now be women, and I guess women can now be men. Or so I this is all on y'all. I mean, you you, you want to believe? I mean, they, they literally literally Tampax tampons is doing an ad with an actual dude who has an actual beard and mustache. Um. Uh. I saw. I did see a meme yesterday on on um, you, that that uh, trans women get um, menstrual cramps as well, and it showed somebody eating Taco Bell. <laughs> I guess that's a way to experience it. Oh my goodness gracious! Well, let's move on, shall we? Let's, let's clear the air with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm because it wipes out foul odors. That also gets rid of the pollen and the dust and everything else. Uh, after you've had Taco Bell, you may have to fire it up. Uh, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm, you get three of them for less than $200. You go to EdenPureDeals.com and you put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Uh, what does it do? It's an odor eliminator. It's an air purifier and it's filterless. You just wipe it out on occasion. Uh, it's got electrostatic plates, but really where it shines is an odor eliminator. So uh, a bad night at Taco Bell, sink up your house, it'll take care of that. Uh, smoke odors, wipes them out. Litter box odors, wipes them out. General pet odors, you got wet dog smell, it wipes it out. Cooking odors in the kitchen, it wipes it out. It doesn't mask the odors like your essential oils. It eliminates the odors. I travel with one. It's slightly bigger than the palm of my hand. I put it in a travel bag, and it goes with me when I travel in case someone's been smoking in the room next door in my hotel room. It wipes out those odors. EdenPureDeals.com is the website. Eden, like the Garden of Eden, pure is the driven snow. EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms, less than $200 at EdenPureDeals.com. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here across America. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Going to go to Stephanie. All the phones, welcome, Stephanie. How are you? I'm doing great, Eric. Actually, I'm trying not to vomit with regards <laughs> to your You and comment. me both. <laughs> with regards to the tampon commercial, totally floored me. Thank God I have not seen that yet. Um, but it, it, it drew me back to something I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I had seen on um, a report on Newsmax not too long ago with regards to the American Cancer Society that apparently a lot of um, transgenders who, you know, are biological males are concerned and want to know what they need to do with regards to their risk to cervical cancer. I saw that, yes. Yeah, there was was actually a a major donor who announced that uh, she would be pulling funding because she was so offended uh, by the Cancer Society actually even treating it seriously. I mean, for real. Just because, as Shania Twain coined the phrase, you may feel like a woman, you are not, you do not have the same body parts. It would be like me contacting the American Cancer Society to say, oh, I'm so concerned I might get prostate cancer. What do I do? Right, um, yeah. I don't have a prostate. <laughs> and, you know, I'll be honest with you. I was raised in the in the 70s, and my parents, very much, I believe, taught me the difference of 
the different types of people. It has nothing to do with your color. It has nothing to do with even if you want to play dress up. Okay, that's fine. But when you start saying and talking in ways that are so idiotical, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a biological male and I like to play dress up because I feel like a woman. Fine, you do what you want. But when you start running around being worried about, oh, what do I do about cervical cancer? Give me a break. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So, you know, so Stephanie, class. real world situation here as well. There was a, it was in, I want to say it was the New England Journal of Medicine. It might have been in Nature, but I think it was the New England Journal of Medicine. Real story in the last year or so about a man who died of prostate cancer. He was a, um, identified as female, never told the doctors that he was uh, actually biologically male. So they never even thought to check for markers of prostate cancer until it was too late. Uh, and they they would have been able to, but they they didn't even look. Um, and right. it, the, it was it was consistent with other things. And they were they were treating him as a female, but biologically was a male and uh, cost him his life, unfortunately. And this was all in a story about how you you essentially have to still remember as a doctor that biology matters, even though we're told more and more it doesn't. It, it still does. It's it, and I, I feel bad for people in that situation. But clearly there's something wrong. I mean, even if, you know, you're going full on with hormone treatments and this, that, and the other, it will not cause new organs to your body or new parts to your body to grow in the sense of your internal organs. Right. Yep. So it's just insane how so many people are like, oh, you identify as a woman. Oh, well, you, you know, you might have a period and, 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 you know, you got to watch out for that cervical cancer. And then like you say, on the flip side, you are still a biological yes. male. You have a prostate. Right. I just, I'm, I, it, it, it's look, I gotta let you go there, but thank you for the call. And I'm, I'm, I continue to be flummoxed by this sort of stuff. We're clearly dealing with mental health issues, and we're all supposed to pretend we're not. And it's like the the, the boy who said the emperor has no clothes, and, and everybody was mad at the kid for pointing out the truth. It 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 is it's just it flummoxes. This one stumps me. All there's there's just some craziness in culture. I understand you want to be tolerant of people. I understand you want to be nice to people. I understand all these things. But at the end of the day, uh, biology does actually matter. And when you're causing people to misdiagnose things because you're not honest about who you are or you are thrown and thrust into girls' sports, what's his name? Leah Thomas, the guy who's the swimmer, uh, began a lecture on feminism yesterday. On what truly it means to be a feminist, really. Now, now, women, y'all are allowing a dude who's dating a girl, who claims to be he himself claims to be a girl, is dating a girl. Okay, does, does it make him a lesbian? I don't know. I well, I mean, I mean, all men are really, uh, but nonetheless, I, I, it, you know what I mean. This is nuts. This is just nuts. And, <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> we better move on before I get in trouble. Oh my gosh. 
ladies, this one's all on you. All I can do is point out the absurdity of letting a bunch of men in skirts take over your, might as well let the Scots do it. I mean, they've been wearing kilts for a very long time. It's the perfect blend. Put the Scots in charge. Hi, laddie. Okay, we got to move on because we got the economic trouble. I mentioned this earlier. Lord save me from myself. Jerome Powell. He got uh, he got scammed. Okay, so a buddy of mine uh, was texting me from up in Rome earlier. He's like, you should totally, like, do some sort of prank call on Jerome Powell. Uh, Jerome Powell is the chairman of the Federal Reserve. He had some pranksters call him pretending that they were calling for Vladimir Zelensky, wanted Zelensky on the call. They put a Zelensky impersonator on the phone call. Now, I got to tell you guys, I did not know this until I was in radio. I had no idea this was a thing, and this is going to – I'm going to burst your bubble. Do you know on radio how they call someone live on the radio – and they're pranking the person, and it's like they're their friends or family, and they want to prank the person, and so they call them on radio, and they run it live. I, I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you all. It's all a scam, and I didn't know this until I was in radio. There's actually federal laws. You can't call someone live on the radio and air the conversation without their permission. You're not allowed to do that. Now, how do I know this is the case? <laughs> Life lesson. My very first, like, year on radio. This is statute limitations is applied. It was 12 years ago, so I can tell the story. <laughs> I, I had some Yahoo call me and left me a very angry message, and the guy was, one, a complete idiot, and two, completely confused me for Eric Bowling, who was on Fox News. And so he calls and leaves me a message at my radio station thinking I'm Eric Bowling from Fox News. And I thought it was so hilarious and the guy was so stupid I played it on the radio. The lawyers got involved. Now, this guy never heard it. Statute of limitations is passed, buddy, so too late. You, you can't sue me. Uh, but the lawyers at the station got involved. They're like, did you get his permission? So now if you call my, ra- if you call, uh, my office voicemail, there's a message that says, any message you play here, I reserve the right to play on radio. Beep. Uh, at the time, I didn't. Well, you got to get the people's permission before you play them on radio. So if you hear the scam call of me pretending to call Jerome Powell and I'm punking him, pretending I'm Vladimir Zelensky, well, I've had to have gotten his permission first, at least in this country. Other countries, the rules may be different, but you can't actually do that. So when you hear the guy being punked on radio, he knew it ahead of time. They told him. he had, They had to have his permission. Otherwise, big FCC problem. But Jerome Powell did get pranked. Now, he had a joking conversation and a very kind conversation with the person he thought was Vladimir Zelensky. But there is something that he said. And I will I will tell you this. Uh, this is the quote. The market is already pricing in two more quarter percentage point rate hikes. We'll look around after we make these two. And we'll say, should we do more? And then the question will be, how long do we keep rates at this level? And I think we'll keep them there for quite some time. This appears to be the case. 
they have now raised, and the question will be, do they actually raise two more times? Or was he talking in retrospect? We're not sure. But the thinking is we could get another rate hike or two. This comes as the economy begins its slowdown. Economic growth of 1.1%, well below the 2% mark that they would like to have. This is Christine Romans from CNN. All right, some new numbers that were released just moments ago. The gross domestic product report for the first quarter of this year. CNN's chief business correspondent, Christine Romans, is here. has been tracking these numbers. What does it show us? Well, this is the rearview mirror, but it shows us the first three months of the year, the economy slowed a bit, little bit, Caitlin. 1.1% is the growth here in the U.S. economy in January, February, and March. And you can see how that compares, how that is a slowdown from the last quarter of last year, which was 2.6%, and certainly from the middle of last year, which was a strong uh, 3.2%. Uh, so this is a slowdown. What are, what's happening here? You've got high inflation still. It's coming off the boil of last summer, but inflation is still uh, too high here. And you've got interest rates that have been going up for a year now. So I think this is what it looks like when you see those interest rates so high for over a year. And the government says there was an increase in consumer spending. So the consumer is still strong in the first part of the year, but a decrease in inventory bills and inventory investments. That's businesses cautious and pulling back. Uh, 3M has announced uh, thousands of layoffs. Walmart's beginning to lay people off. Major media outlets around the country, all, they'll learn to code. They're laying people off. You got the Facebook layoffs, Amazon layoffs. Uh, Apple is not laying people off, but they are uh, scaling back hiring at stores. Uh, Tech companies laying off, now manufacturers laying off. We are headed into a recession. I have a lot of friends out there who feel like we're already in one. On top of that, we have the ongoing struggle with banks. And now there's the shadow bank phenomenon. So what is the shadow bank phenomenon? Well, uh, there are a lot of lenders and other people out there with which people do business that kind of operate like banks but aren't necessarily not tied into the FDIC and others, and they're starting to have people pull money out. Uh, You're starting to get uh, private equity groups, their investors are pulling money out. You're having regional banks are really getting a lot of money pulled out. People are trying to find safe havens, and the big safe havens are going to be the Treasury, the U.S. Treasury. They will honor those payments they are required to under the Constitution. We're starting to head into these economically unstable times. The choppy waters are in front of us. And when you have Jerome Powell saying they're going to keep rates high and they're probably going to stay high for a while, a lot of people assumed they were going to go up, they're going to pause it for three months and start lowering again. That doesn't appear to be the case. And I will tell you, the financial experts I have talked to and who I trust say the reality is we're back at normal times. Our interest rates right now are the historic norm. It was when we had zero interest rates, that was the historic anomaly, and so many people got used to super low interest rates, they assumed they would stay there forever, and entire industries sprang up, like the the dot-com industry, the delivery industry, the the Ubers, the Instacarts of the world. They, They benefited by really low interest rates. Those interest rates have come back up to what are historic norms. They're like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous, interest rates are too high, when in fact, this is the norm, but this norm comes... As we are headed to a recession, the economy is slowing down. 
you need to start saving some money and setting it aside. And guess what? The data today shows that fewer Americans are saving than ever before. All of this could head us to a very bad economic place very shortly. Now, I want to save you some money if I can and recommend Patriot Mobile to you. You get guaranteed great service and probably using the same cell towers that you're already using with your cell phone company. But you can get discounts for being an NRA member, a teacher, a veteran, a first responder at Patriot Mobile. All you do is go to PatriotMobile.com slash Eric today. PatriotMobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K. Patriot Mobile is set up explicitly as a Christian conservative cell phone provider. They give you guaranteed great rates. They use the same cell towers most of the other companies use. You can even bring your existing phone number to them or get a brand new number from them. You can call them if you want. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. You call them at 972-PATRIOT and tell them I sent you. Get that free activation. Where they stand out is they give a portion of their profits to the causes you care about. So from the First Amendment cause, the Second Amendment cause, the pro-life cause, conservative parents battling the wokes, that's what they fund with their profits. But to grow their profits, they need your business, and they give you great service and good discounts to get there. PatriotMobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K or call them 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you. Get that free activation with my name, PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. Hello, America. It is Eric Erickson here. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan, wherever you are nationwide. If your business needs access to capital, and your lenders are giving you a hard time. My friends of the Frost family might be able to help you. Reach out to them. We're talking $750,000 and more, though. If you need just like $10,000, do not waste their time or yours. But big deals for big companies, companies that want to be big, FirstLibertyGA.com. Reach out to them anywhere nationwide. FirstLibertyGA.com. All right, uh, Mike, I'm going to go to you next on the phone. Welcome. Hey, Eric. I appreciate you taking my call. Love the show. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Uh, One thing that I have really been scratching my head and trying to figure out is why in this latest move to use men advertising for women's products. I think my wife told me last night that now Maybelline has some ad campaign using a guy. I don't understand why the feminist movement has been so quiet and not pushing back on this. The Gloria Allred, the Susan Sarandon's, the mouthpieces in Hollywood, just they're just so quiet. I, I just really cannot figure that out. And I was wondering uh, what your perspective was on that. I, you know, I got to tell you, I, I do think that their victimology scorecards uh, trump their feminist beliefs, uh, that they they are totally down with woke ideology and inside the insanity. So they're all but don't on board. they think that that cheapens their movement at all? Everything that they've accomplished to this point don't they see that as damaging all the progress that they've made? Well, I, I think they should, but I don't think many of them actually do. I mean, you have people like J.K. Rowling who do, but no, a lot yeah. of the Hollywood celebrities. There's also the other issue here is is in Hollywood, uh, white men rule the roost. And, and who are the people who are transitioning? White men. And so there there is a fear, I think, within some of the feminist movement of you don't want to battle White men, I mean, look at how Harvey Weinstein, with all of his terrible behavior, ruled the roost in Hollywood for so long. Uh, some of those men are now women, and they, they don't want to cross paths with them. They don't want to cross them, so they, they keep silent, um, which makes J.K. Rowling's uh, willingness to speak up all the more bold. And she's getting this killer deal now out of um, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. I don't know if you all heard they're going to take the Harry Potter books now, having turned them into movies. Turn them into a serialized TV series now that's spread out over eight to ten years where essentially every chapter of each book becomes 
its own episode, uh, or somehow she's going to be an executive producer, so she's going to be able to block them from weaving in the ideology she's opposed to to make this a success. You haven't heard a lot of belly aching from a lot of people over this one either. They tried when it came to that Hogwarts uh, video game, and it's extremely successful. Y'all, what continues to amaze me is how much energy is being devoted to one-tenth of one percent of the American community, maybe at most a percentage point, uh, and yet so much of it is, and the left has been over backwards out of out of fear or uh, prideful tolerance or some such, but you women, you're just undermining your own cause by letting men come in and say they're women and dominate the entire thing. It's just what a wild thing to watch. Now, when we come back, we got to move on because we got bigger issues, including killing DEI in Virginia, which is a good thing if they pull it off.